This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He is a true Kansas Cityan. Uh, yes, you know him as Baron Corbin, King Corbin. Happy Corbin. Born September 13th in Lenexa, Kansas, he is a three-time Golden Gloves champion, former standout football player at Northwest Missouri State, and spent time in the NFL before making the move to wrestling, quickly becoming the man everyone loves to hate in the WWE. You can see him tomorrow night on WWE Friday Night Smackdown. And he's gearing up for WrestleMania 38 next month in Dallas. Please welcome, WWE superstar and friend of the show, the man known as Happy, Baron Corbin. Oh, you handsome, handsome devil. <laughs> What's going on? Your, your new theme song makes me want to drop uh, MDMA. <laughs> right. <laughs> just just get happy, hug it up, go meet someone new, that kind of a thing. Yeah, after a hard night at the casino. Yes, he is. And winning a bunch of money. That's right. That's right. You uh, so listen, so much stuff. I'm going to the haunt show this weekend. By the way, let me before we jump into that, WrestleMania, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about SmackDown Friday, seven o'clock on Fox. That's well, what do we got coming up there? Uh, we're in Charlotte, so that's a, a really that's like yeah. Kansas City. You know, there's a ton of history there, right? The rest, right. Uh, you know, world, and it's it's always a good time to get back there. And uh, I have no idea what's going on, but I know I'm facing Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania, so I'm right. sure we'll hit each other with something that hurts a lot, or you know, bounce <laughs> each other's head off of you know the stairs, or who knows? You know, it gets crazy at this time of year. Yeah, well, and then Knoxville's got his running story going on, and I've been. Yeah. I love him because he truly, I think, gets it. Like, he loves it. He absolutely does. And he's also done one of the funniest things I've ever seen because uh, he's facing Sami Zayn at Mania. Mm-hmm. And he flew Sami Zayn's cell phone number saw it. over the uh, beach in L.A. and put it on TMZ and all those things. And Sami's phone is in the locker room, you know, while we're, we're doing the show. And it rings and gets texts and FaceTimes. 24-7. It's so funny because he can't even answer calls at times because so many calls are coming in. <laughs> like his te- this is not a joke. His text messages said like 9,000 something something text messages and then it just went to an exclamation point. <laughs> oh, that's so great, man. And dude, Knoxville's one of those guys like, you know, you can't start that game with him because he's been doing this his whole life. Yeah, because I don't know how you you take him down. Yeah, I've been around him. You know, I used to be really good friends with Brian Dunn, and, and would run around with those guys. Oh, and man. like, 
them hitting each other with a cattle prod, you know, between sets of filming the show and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, don't you just, just take a time out ever? Right, right. And they don't. So he's, I just don't know how you win this war with him. No, you don't. Because it, it really is how you lost the chunk of hair when they walk up behind you with the with the uh, the clippers and they go, Bruh! and you're like, oh, come on. You just took literally three inches of, out of my scalp. Dude, they don't have, they just don't have the stop button. Yeah. It's the dumbest one, and it still makes me laugh. And and I don't think anybody else will agree with me. But there was a great stunt a couple movies ago where it was right up a Valentine's Day, and they and they were appealing to to the horniness and the stupidity of a man's ego. And they're like, "Hey, groupie, left notes for everyone um, on their hotel room doors." And uh, and it was a big heart, and started out writing. It was pretty kind of kind of dirty talk, and then what she wanted to do, but the writing got smaller and smaller. So you, lean, you were leaning in. Oh yeah, and it hits you in the face. <laughs> yeah, and Knoxville hit the button from this side, and it was like a cartoon style scissor thing came out with a boxing glove and just went. I remember. I, re- I was like, and, and oh. what people don't realize is when they film those, like sometimes they have to do things. Like, I was at one when they were doing it in L.A. when they had Jared Allen out there. And, Johnny Knoxville was playing a quarterback, and Jared Allen was sacking him. Oh, oh, you know, like three tackles oh. made, made the movie, which they were brutal. But he took about twenty so they could get the right shots and the right footage. And, I mean, they they have to do some of those stunts three and four times. It's God. hilarious. Yeah, and you would have been. I, I, yeah, you can't risk it. I'm sure they won't let you risk it to jump into like Jackass forever. But you would have been. You were born to be in that crew. Born. So, I mean, those dudes are fun, but some of the things they do, I'm going, yeah, hard pass on that. <laughs> you? It's hard pass. You? you know, give me a bottle of whiskey and we'll talk. Listen, I know you. I've never seen you pass on a goddamn thing. <laughs> hey, uh, I mean, because you, you know, that's, that is, there's, you've got that personality. I was talking to somebody else about this last night, about people who have that personality. There's a, a fighting thing, which doesn't come from anger. There's an excitement and a happiness. You'll get punched, and then you'll see him. I had another friend like this. He, and you'd see the smile, and you're like, "Oh God damn, is this going to be a long night?" And just and you'd watch yeah. it happen. There's an enjoyment. That. That's not a good thing to have, but it's a fun thing to have. <laughs> but like some of the things they do, like when Steve pierced his butt cheeks together, yeah, hard pass. Yeah, yeah. I got no desire to do that. Well, you've got a sweet ass. Yeah, you know I try. You can't. You <laughs> can't. I work out a lot. You, you've been doing your lunges. I, one could only notice. <laughs> that mountain biking's really, really firming everything up. Uh, right. I was going to go this morning, but it's kind of foggy and kind of rainy here. You uh, So, you know, you're missing the haunt show this weekend. I know. You didn't give me, you're telling me two days prior. Oh, that's it. That is it. It's your fault. Three, four <laughs> years I've been trying to get you to go now, you son of a bitch. It's- that's a fair, that's fair, but... I need at least like thirty six hours here. And you're at forty eight. So, <laughs> you hey for real. You should. Uh, where where are you at this Friday night? I know you're in Charlotte, but you could so, be there. You get there Saturday. What are you doing Saturday? Well, because then I got a show in Tennessee. Gotcha. And then I finish uh, Sunday in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, you're never getting weekends off. No. No, but. Isn't that the greatest problem to have after 2020, 2021, that you're back in the middle of that? And, and is this your first time back to Charlotte since everything opened up wide up? I think so. So it should be absolutely insane. This will be great. It'll be great. In all the places we've gone. I mean, we went up even, we went to Canada like two weeks ago on a first Sunday night show, and the crowd was unbelievable because it was the first, not only was it the first live show back in that arena in town, it's the first time we've been up there in two years. 
God. I bet they were out of their goddamn minds. It was unreal. It's yeah. like we're starting over. It's crazy. Hey, speaking of seeing... Like the reset, you know, is, is frustrating and, and vain and sad and everything that the pandemic brought. Like, it rejuvenated kind of a life to the fans and wrestling. Because before they're going, oh, yeah, WWE comes maybe every, you know, three months. But now it's like, you know, it's all, they haven't seen us in two years. They're yeah. losing their minds. Well, you, you take it for granted. I mean, listen, we Absolutely. all do it. We all do it. We... You know, we, we, we're so used to the way the world is. It'll always be that way, right? And then you're like, oh, I'll go next time. And then, man, they take away live music. They take away events like this. And you really realize how much a, a part of your life it is. And, you know, I would tell you, as much as it's not been fun, it's been good for some people to really learn, again, to appreciate the things that we have. Absolutely. I think that it, it did it for a lot of people. It did yep. that and sparked creativity. Yep. Well, and, and so I'm going to tell you, man, I saw Mammoth WVH and Dirty Honey the other night at the Uptown, and they were unbelievable. Like, if, if, if you haven't seen Wolfie's band, it I couldn't have been prouder for him. Could not have been prouder. It was great. Check it out, then. It's re- I mean, it's not metal metal, but I'll tell you, like, there's just no way you walk away from that show thinking he doesn't have it. I mean, he's, he's just yeah. genuinely great and humble and sweet, and everybody in his circle will tell you how nice he is to, to everyone and how happy he is just to be here. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so what about you? Any new shows? I uh, have not. I haven't had time to, you know, we got the new baby here, so my, you know, my newest daughter is, Nine weeks now. You did weeks. your part. What else are you supposed to do? You put the baby in her. I mean, I, you know, I, that's what I thought. But apparently I have to do a lot of things like change diapers and wake up at 4 a.m. and feed. And, you know, it's a lot of work. <sighs> would you recommend it? Yes. <laughs> I would. Mainly because you get to make little mirrors of yourself. Yeah, like, I text my wife when I was. I took my daughter to the park. First of all, we went to gymnastics. Total disaster. It was not a good class. She was just being a butthead, sitting by me, because we're trying to get this like whole separation thing. Like, hey, you have to go to class. I'm going to sit out here. So we're doing that. So we leave gymnastics. I'm frustrated, disappointed. Right. Right. So then I take her to the park. We're at the park playing. And I text my wife. I said, "Solaya is going to earn my respect back here in a minute." And she texts me back. She's like, "Why?" I go because if this little boy pushes by her again, I'm going to tell him to give. I tell Solaya to give him a knuckle sandwich. And if she does, <laughs> taking her for ice cream. Yes. But luckily, the little boy didn't push by her again because I've taught her. I say knuckle sandwich, and she throws it. That's great. And um, she doesn't hesitate. No, not at all. Perfect. She Perfect. Mid conversation with food in her mouth, and I'll say knuckle sandwich, and she's throwing a right right cross. Beautiful. Beautiful, my That's buddy. I recommend it. Yeah, no, see, I, get, I love the idea of having a minion. Sounds really fun. She's more of a gremlin than a minion. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm was supposed to get tattooed yesterday, but my buddy had to go to work. Uh-huh. Uh I'm going to tattoo a gremlin on me with one of her t-shirts on, holding her teddy bear. Oh, be great. Has she drawn you any pictures? Oh yeah. You should tattoo one. Oh, I will. I'll let her tattoo me one time. Yeah. Oh, that oh, can you imagine? You, and, 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 and the whole time your wife's like, we're trying to teach her not to write on herself or anybody else yeah. or the wall, um, and you're letting her permanently write on your skin, Dad. Yeah, I'm basically going to have a bunch of H's and a smiley face because that's all she can really do right now. <laughs> like, she can draw the letter H and a smiley face. So I'm going to have that, and I'm going to be like, what's that? I'm like, I have no idea. 
Well, if Uncle Danny loved her, he would do it too. No, he's not allowed to get tattoos. My mom said no. Oh, he's the precious one? Yeah. yeah he's a sweet, untainted baby. He's a, I know, and there's a, there's a big surprise coming in his world as well. Oh, he has no idea. Yeah. He's, he's, he gets to sit in the basement and play video games all night. Gone. Gone. Gone, gone. Dirty diapers. Poop. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah, he'll never use the term fur baby again. <laughs> it's uh by the way i haven't heard he's been pretty busy i haven't seen him in a minute man yeah he got a new job i'm not gonna he gets so bad and upset when i brag on him real hard on the radio he's sensitive does he really come on he knows you love him he's the sensitive one he is sensitive you know he calls me and he's like well thanks a lot didn't have to tell him that story <laughs> <laughs> So, he's like, a good job. He's doing good. Uh, you know, he, he, he's not drinking at work. He's not test. not drinking at work anymore. No, no. Good I mean, for him. He's got to be a smart kid now. Which <laughs> <laughs> is a scary thought. He's such a he's such a good cat, dude. It really is. It's like it, you're both amazingly different human beings. Like. You have a, such a great love of doing the wrong thing because you love the reaction you get from people. Absolutely. Since, since I was a, I remember my friend, this kid, Kyle Garrison, when I was growing up, we were like in this group of like little nerdy science kids and it was like, you know, tasks and things. And his mom yelled at me one time. And I mean, I'm talking, I'm in like third or fourth grade. Right. And I'll always remember it. She's like, you know, you kids, you take something out of hand and then Tom... You have to take it one step further every single time. And, like, full-on was yelling at me. And I was like, I don't really know this kid's mom that well. But she's telling me I'm the one that always takes it too far. Yeah. And it, it was so, like she was your coronation. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. She told me, like, how to really get under people's skin. Yeah. That's the best. Dude, being rewarded for poor behavior and people that don't know it, it's, it, is, it is the greatest thing of all. I, I uh uh, there was a there was a very serious and I look back now and at the time I didn't recognize it. I bailing out of school at high school. I'm going to drop out, but I decide I'm going to ride this moped through the lunchroom during lunch and maybe or maybe not. I'm going to go ahead and get pretty naked. I, oh my god! You have a choice. Do you go far left and go around the crowd, or do you go straight past the teacher principal's table? And at the last moment, I, god damn it, I can't stand it. I go for it, which doesn't work in my favor. St- dude stands up. Uh, Mr. Taylor, the vice principal, and clotheslines me clean off this thing. I'm wearing a ski mask. As this little goddamn scooter stops, and the whole place looks, and I'm like, oh, this is so bad. All of a sudden, as he pulls the mask off, the crowd erupts. Like, the, the kids, instead of them, like, they're all going to point and laugh at you, it's more like, ah! You're and the I, hero. Oh, I didn't know it, but at that moment, I was on my way to this career right here. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that gratification from just destroying everything. Yeah. Yeah. For real, man. It really, it's a real thing. People don't understand. It's very real. The other good thing is when you can do some of those things and then just point at somebody else and get away with it. Yeah. That's even better sometimes. Oh, dude. Or they show you ratings yeah, and give you a check. Me, quite a few times as a little kid, I'm sure. Yeah. No, it's the best. It's the best. It's it's like having parents that don't really they don't they do not there's never really a permanent record and nothing ever's ever going to happen to you, right? Yeah, it's uh, tell me this when you now if you're joining the show Baron Corbin is with us uh, you know when you think about it and 
you've got boss WWE. I mean, you know, the big guy, he's for real. Like he, even, I don't, I don't even know the guy and I have a, a strange fear of him. Oh yeah. Vince. Yeah. This is amazing. And we have a crazy relationship because he's, you know, he's like a big kid at times who also is like the most powerful CEO, you know, you've ever met in your life. Like he's got that, just that, that business swagger, the way he walks around, but yeah. if you're not looking, he's smack you in the back of the head if you have that relationship with him. Like, he's hit me a couple times. You know when someone does something and you instantly just get angry and want to punch him in the face? Right. But you haven't, like, seen who or what it was yet. It's just you're instantly hot. He's done that to me a few times where I'm not paying attention or if I don't have a shirt on or something. And he walks up, and I hate being slapped or smacked, and he smacks me in the back or you know, across the back of the neck, and I turn around ready to, like, kill, and I see it's him, and he's just belly laughing, and there's literally nothing I can do. <laughs> it's so funny, but frustrating at the can same we, time. It's amazing. Can we go backwards? You just told me there's nothing you hate more than getting slapped or punched. I'm like, you, Golden Gloves boxer. No, punched is fine. Punched is fine. Smacked. I don't like that smacking sensation. <laughs> But how do you avoid that? I mean, let's. I mean, I'm going to point this out. There's guys in the WWE. That's their move, man. Like they'll pull back as hard as they can and light it up. Yeah. And anybody who thinks that's just like getting a spanking, they have no idea what a grown man's full size bear paw bearing down on you at full speed will do to you. Watch television. See if anyone does it to me. <laughs> right? Is that right? Because coming coming right after that is coming a stiff forearm right to the face. God. When's the last I time? I do not like to be slapped. When's the last time you really pulled back and punched somebody? It's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best answer ever, man. Too long. Has, and I've been itching, and it was so funny because oh, we started back on the road or whatever. And having kids, we'll go back to this. It, it makes you sensitive, especially when you have daughters. So, like, you know, they're your babies, and, and it kind of just checks you, you know? Sure. And I was watching the uh, Anthony Bourdain documentary, and I was oh. like, the end when they were like, oh, you know, his friends like, I just don't know how you could do that. He has a beautiful daughter. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to start tearing up on this plane. And I was like, what is wrong with you, dude? Man up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I texted my buddy, and I was like, hey, when I get home, you got to tattoo me, or I have to get in a fight. But I got to toughen up real quick. <laughs> no, there's, there's nothing worse than being caught off guard with something, and then you realize it's too late. And I'm like, dude, I'm watching, and this is the weirdest thing, but I'm watching, I'm on a plane watching the uh, the Queen documentary, the Queen movie. Yeah. And and when you, he knows he's sick, and it's all going bad, and he walks out in front of that crowd, and because I know, and I'm, I'm a history weirdo for music, I know about the the Wembley show with yeah. with Live Aid, and and Freddie Mercury is he's he's just been handed the worst possible thing you could hear in the, in that century or in that decade, and. He just kills it, and you're just like, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm just like this. I'm like, God, people can see it. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, you want to take a handful of salt and just rub it in your eyes real quick. Hey, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, zip your penis up in your fly and be like, look, see what I did? That's why. That's why. I'm so hardcore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. This is, I'll give you the short version, the worst crying jag I ever had in front of people. I was, uh, the short version is Hurricane Mitch had come through Honduras. I had friends down there. So I'd gone down to visit George and help him at at his, uh, where they had the dolphins. But I also took a bunch of money from Kansas City we'd raised with Save the Children down there. So I went to the infrastructure in Tacusa Golpa 
and built houses with this Habitat for Humanity style charity. And so I was there for a few days and it was it was an eye-opening experience and it was really hard to see people struggle that hard and just, you know, kids without shoes and no infrastructure and just and just really the basics trying to get down to survive. I, I get bumped off a flight trying to get back to Roatan, this little island, so I can leave with my friends who are still diving. I get knocked off this plane. I have to find a place to sleep. I'm in this town that will kill anybody. Then I'm run out of money and I get on this plane and I don't have my passport. But they'll let me on the 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 uh, uh, Honduran airline, but it ends in Belize. And then it comes yeah. to the United States. And I'm like, okay, I don't care what happens. I haven't showered in three days. I don't have any food. I haven't eaten. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm completely effed on this one. I don't have any information. And I get on the plane, and there's my buddies. And they're like, you're looking for this dick? And, it's, and there it is. They've got my passport. Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, Whew. Great. I smell like a hobo's crotch. I sit down. They give me the middle seat because now I'm the a-hole. I'm sitting yep. between these two chuckles. And do you know the movie Simon Birch? Yes. I'm watching Simon Birch, and for some reason, it overwhelms me, dude. And I'm sobbing like, <laughs> I'm sobbing like my grandma and my dog died in the same fire. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, my God. I, was I like, wish there was more people there to see it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, he dies. He can't die. Videoed it and just put it all over social. Media. Oh, so terrible, so terrible, man. Listen, I, I said, I'm going to come and watch you, but I'm going to, I'm going to. I think we should get the the Baron Corbin, like like the hardest hardest fans, like the kind of Beatlemania, women crying, men men shaking, raising their hands to you, like you have just the, the second coming. I would love it. We need a fan. We need to get you a whole fan club that shows up at every show. When will we see Kansas City? Uh, I can't remember. Danny would know. All he right. knows where I'm at better than I do. He does. I'll be in Kansas City soon, though. Listen, the motorcycles May. are ready. I know. I'm coming. We're going to try to stay the whole week, but we're coming May 22nd, 23rd, because I'm going to go hang with the Operation Barbecue release at the golf tournament charity event. Those guys are great. Things. Those guys are, are the genuine, the real deal. Amazing. So yep. I'm glad I get to be with my buddy, Chef Aaron May uh, from Food Network, called me the case. Come cook with me. And I said, okay. Excellent. So we're do that, hang out, have fun. I got you. All right, listen, I'll see you then. Congratulations. WrestleMania 38. Do not miss it. The second and third from Dallas, Texas, this Friday. Smackdown, 7 o'clock, Kansas City time on Fox. He is the great, the one, the only Baron Corbin. Man, I love you. I'll see you soon, brother. I love you too, man. Take it easy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Our friend who we love, Leah Thompson, is on the hotline right now. And I mean, tons of good... We Everybody thinks Back to the Future, but no, Red Dawn and Howard the Duck and... All the right moves. Uh, with some Tom, kind like, of yeah, it, all of it is fantastic. I, I, I this has been the longest running crush I've ever had in my life, and I don't do like I, there's just nothing. But I, I'm telling you, we've talked about this a hundred times. Oh yeah, on off and on air, like she's she's magnificent. Oh yeah, she's Leah Thompson. Born May 31st in Rochester, Minnesota, she is an actress who made her fame in such classic films as All the Right Moves, Red Dawn, Some Kind of Wonderful, Howard the Duck, Article 99, and the Back to the Future movies, as well as on such series as Caroline in the City and Switched at Birth. And now she's directed the next two episodes of the hit Paramount Network series, Star Trek, Picard. Please welcome, Leah Thompson. Miss Leah Thompson, how are you? Hi, Johnny. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, are you? Do you have any Irish? I am. I'm. Ha- I'm half Irish. My mother was full Irish. My mother is uh, older English lady, and she is a racist against the Irish. I know there is a big thing about that. Yeah. It goes the other way, too. Yeah. Oh, my mom, when I was a kid, we couldn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Like, I'd be like, hey, they're going to, you know, do whatever to me at school if I don't wear green. She's like, we don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. The Irish bomb the horses. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then you grow up. I go to Ireland, and I love Ireland. And I do a little history search, you know, because you kind of accept what your mom tells you. And then I go, Mom, you were terrible people. You were Putin. They were the Ukraine. You're awful human beings. She did she doesn't I know, see it that way. starved them. They t- totally starved. Like a million Irish people died in the potato famine. Yes. Like, yeah, it was b- bad news. Okay. That's why there's so many Irish people in America. That's right. They're running away from yes. oppression. That's hilarious. That's a hilarious story. I mean, not. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm, listen, I know, I'm, my, I'll my leave. Husband, when, I moved in, when I moved in with my husband, he had all these kind of like English riding pictures, like from like 1890 or something like, you know, the English people mm-hmm. hunting. And I go, you have to take those down. I mean, you're Jewish. If, if I had a bunch of pictures of, you know, Nazis around. <laughs> <laughs> I so get it. I'm telling you, my mom, and she's a sweet lady on all other levels, but she is hard. I'm like, God dang. I had a friend, Buzz Flanagan. He, dude, he, we didn't even bring him to the house. We didn't. He never came to the house. Oh my god! I I've never heard this. Is, oh well. Anyway, St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. <laughs> to you too. Hey, congratulations! Oh I, you you were dipping into directing, you know, uh, for a while now. But this is this is really something. You got a couple episodes of Star Trek Picard. 
Yes, I'm so excited. Well, see, I was a little when I was a little girl, and it was in reruns already. Um, I was the biggest Star Trek fan. I'd go to my girlfriend's house to see, you know, William Shatner to the scenery, and it was like my favorite show ever. I loved how they kind of combined science fiction and comedy, and you know, fights and some kind of like social message right. and. I just was, like, the biggest fan. And so they never asked me to act in any of the 800 different Star Trek shows, which was very upsetting to me. So finally they asked me to direct this, what they call a block, which is two different shows where you kind of shoot them together and um, and then, you know, pull them apart and edit them. Uh so they finally asked me to do this, and I was just so thrilled because, first of all, I love Patrick Stewart, and I love Star Trek, and um, and then just by kind of coincidence, I get to take them back in time. And because of Back to the Future, you know, I'm a technical expert on time travel. <laughs> right, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's great. So, so um, I got these really this, these really it. cool episodes to direct, and... Um, and, you know, because it's kind of like the luck of the draw when you're a, a director. Is it tough? TV, you never know what you're going to get. Is it tough for you to tell, to direct people? Because I think that, that, you know, I've seen some stuff where there are directors that are just really hard on, on actors. And then there are other directors that are, that are super parental. And, and you know, and, I, and I, I'm thinking, man, I don't I don't see you being just hard on people. Hmm, that that would be really not a smart move, in my opinion. Um especially when it's like Patrick Stewart. Like, right. what are you going to say to him? He's so great. Um, and all these characters, you know, like, you know, um, Jerry Ryan has been playing 7 out of 10 for, like, I don't know, <laughs> 18 years or something. I'm not going to be pushing her around. She's right. great. Have you ever um, had Have you had that so, actor or that director where you're like, why is this guy being so hard on me? Uh, yeah, and girl. I've had yeah. some really mean women directors, too. Um, yeah, it's a, it's just, it's, 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 it's not really tolerated as much as it used to be because, you know, people aren't sure. supposed to be abusive. So, uh, yes, I've had that, and it's so stupid. I don't even understand. And I don't understand when people, even more importantly, I don't understand when people are mean to the crew. Right. When actors are mean to the crew and when directors are mean to the crew. Um, you know, because people who aren't in our business don't understand how many people. Like, Star Trek Picard has 450 people on the crew. So, you you know, it's just good business to be kind and yes. to the people who are working uh, with you, you know, because I just don't believe that anybody's better than anybody. I mean, no, I'm, uh, when I'm directing, I'm the boss, but I'm not better than anybody no and and, and, and you know the crew especially like people need to know because i have friends with production companies and, and bands and 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 you know crew is family that and, and that's the most unforgiving job ever everybody else is in the spotlight and when the party's over guess who does the cleanup you know it's and it yeah. doesn't work without them they are without a doubt the single most important part about to me of entertainment because it just you can a lot of times you can exchange an actor for an actor and that doesn't mean it's not important but man if you don't have that 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 basis that that real crew like it'll it'll it's a hard day for an actor because the lighting's not good the 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 marks aren't good the camera's not good everything can go so sideways for you and it's hard for you guys to stay in your that that emotional state 
Yeah, I mean, I I understand sometimes um, when when people get mad, but I uh, I've always tried to be really, you know, good with the crew, and that's one thing I'm most proud about. My two daughters that are in the business. Um, my daughter Zoe has a movie called that Outfit that's opening in theaters today, and it's an amazing movie. Crazy. So whenever I. Uh, Whenever I meet people, I went to the premiere and I met some people from the crew, and they're like, "She's the best. She's so nice. She's nice. so good. She's so funny." And that makes me most proud. Yeah, you know, of not, course. Not the uh, fancy clothes and the covers of the magazines, but that she's good to the people she works with. Listen, that's Le- what makes me Leah most Thompson. Proud. I've known you uh, through interviews and stuff, and I've been a fan of your work forever. And I'm not even kidding a little bit. Jake and I would literally fist fight somebody who said Leah Thompson was mean to them. I'd be like, you're a liar. Now we've got to go outside and I'll whip your ass. Well, every once in a while you have a bad day. I, you know, I, got, I was sad about a friend of mine that, that, that was uh, killed in Ukraine, and oh, I was I'm super sorry. sad. And um, so I got in a car. Um, I was getting taken to the airport, and I said to the guy, I was like, I'm, I'm just going to cry now, so I'm really sorry. A friend of mine just died. I'm just going to cry. And the guy was so mad. Yes. I just, I cried for like 45 minutes in the back of the car, and he was like, can we stop? Can we do anything? Oh. But, you know, everybody has a bad day, and, and that's also good to forgive that, you know, someone yeah. apologize. I'm very sorry about your friend. Day, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible thing. Thank you. Thank you. The whole thing is terrible. Listen. But, um, yes, I, uh, I, you know, I was, I was so appreciative of, of his understanding. So I think it's important to, you know. Yes, um, of course. Be understanding. When someone has a bad day, like everyone can have a bad day. Empathy, man. Empathy. I don't know what you're going through. And so I just try to think to myself, I don't, and I remember myself with that. I, go, I don't know who that, I don't know if their, their dog just died, if they got fired, if they got left by their, their lover. Like, I don't know who, yeah, so I try to, I try to back it up a little bit and, and at least find out the situation before I decide to, you know, meet out the justice. <laughs> you're so sweet. You're so funny. I'm so happy to talk to you. Uh, you too, uh, Liam. Thank you so much. It's so nice to connect again, you know. We've just been a hard time, huh? Yes, yes. And I, I see, by the way, I see Jake getting beat up by the production people because I know you have a lot of interviews. But, uh, man, I, I love having you on, Leah. Congratulations on Picard. And uh, and it's it's always great to hear your voice. Always. Thank you so much. Love you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Steve-O is on the hotline right now. He is in town tonight. The Bucket List Tour is at the Uptown. Exciting. This is going to be killer, man. Born June 13th in London, England. As a boy, he lived in Brazil, Venezuela, and Canada before settling in the United States. He studied briefly at the University of Miami before graduating from the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Clown College. He was working as a clown when he met Johnny Knoxville, launching a career that would find him stapling his sack to his leg, being bitten by an alligator snapping turtle, snorting wasabi, and much more wild part of the pop culture landmark, Jackass. You can currently see him in theaters in Jackass Forever, but now tonight, you can see him live on stage at the Uptown Theater. Please welcome Steve-O. Hey Steve-O, how are you, buddy? Yeah, dude, I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. How's Wendy? Ah, she's fantastic, man. Excellent, excellent. The best. Excellent. Yeah, I, I heard about you losing your dog, man. I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah, that was that was a tough one, man. It's a it's a goddamn countdown to tragedy, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you uh, know what? We get our time with them, and that's what you got to be thankful for. And then they were they were here anyway. And someone, you know, you give them the best life you can, and and you soak up all that unconditional love, and just you gotta just gotta find a way to be happy you ever had it. Yep. Uh, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it's... I heard what you guys were just saying about PETA, man. God, what you're right. What weirdos. Yeah, because I love animals. I'll do anything. I have shelters and I got animals at the land and ducks and everything. You know, and, and I'm down. I, I absolutely am. But you know, sometimes you can go so far you lose the message, and then nobody hears you anymore. A hundred percent. I yeah. think PETA's done. I think PETA's done more to harm the animal rights movement then help it at this point. Yeah. Yeah, cuz they're unerring and and they're there's there's just so rigid and crazy about it. And just you know man, it, all life is all things aren't the same. They just aren't. And not everything yeah. is uh, it's just you have, you have varying degrees and understanding about all things. Like, you know, yeah, but it is what it is. Uh, look, here's what I know. You were in Peru, you met a, the the best friend you'll probably ever have in your life, and that joy came to you, man. You're a good human being. I always felt you were good, and then I knew you were good. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You, uh, hey, um, how's everything in your world? How's uh, and I know it's a weird thing, but how's your sobriety? Dude, it's epic, man. Excellent. Like uh, everything in my world is utterly epic, dude. I just celebrated 14 years of sobriety. Excellent. Um, you know, our our movie did well. Really well. Yeah, the, uh, the pan- 
yeah, I mean, the pandemic screwed it up, like, uh, just screwed up the movie industry in general. But despite that, we, uh, you know, we still did well, and that's super exciting. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got my girl. I, I found uh, the love of my life, and, and um, my relationship's great. I'm traveling with my bro, Preston Lacey, who, uh, you know, of course, Preston Lacey's from Jackass, and he'll be opening up for me tonight at the Uptown. Um, dude, it's just, everything's really cool, man. And this bucket list show, this show that I'm doing is utterly ridiculous. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so exciting, man, how I, uh, I really, really grinded on the comedy club circuit for 11 years before I graduated to theaters. And along the way, my, my comedy became this multimedia thing. And I went all out for this show, man. I, I got to tell you that that I wanted to raise the bar one more time before I got so old that it would be creepy to watch me do it. And, <laughs> right, uh, right. And and so I made I made this multimedia show. It's called the Bucket List. And the things on my bucket list were like were so ridiculous. Like uh, like I said, if I ever go skydiving. I got to be butt naked with a guy strapped to my back and seriously rubbing one out so that when I fall out of the airplane, I'm simultaneously blasting everywhere. (laughs) Sounds so terrible. Yeah, it's it's the most challenging stunt I ever put together, and that's where the bar is at. Another stunt I did, you know, another one I did for this show um, I, I got a medical professional in disguise to administer stolen general anesthesia drugs into an IV in my arm while I was hauling ass on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's I, the worst uh, idea I've ever heard, man. <laughs> so, so much of what I filmed for this bucket list show is just plain flagrantly illegal and uh i did it all with zero insurance just just rocked it like it's all stuff i could never have done for jackass oh. and i gotta say that the the show itself is is really pretty clever because uh you know it's the theme of it is my relationship with my fiance and like each one of these items on the list i simply could not have gone through with and not had there be serious implications on my relationship like in some cases my girl is just dead against it and, and we have a problem in other cases she's hilariously for it and helping me pull it off in in other cases like she's just plain scared i'm gonna die and can't be there you know like and uh, having the, 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 you know, my relationship woven through the whole show, like, makes it just really cohesive and, and compelling. And, and, dude, after every bit in the show, I screen the footage of the stunt actually happening. And the footage, like, there, there are 10 different video breaks in the show. So it's, uh, you know, it's just this multimedia journey. And... <laughs> The footage is so gnarly that 
we we have three different videos which have regularly proven to be culprits for making full-grown men faint in the audience. <laughs> That's I, amazing. I swear, I swear to God, I'm not kidding. And uh, and I've never heard of people passing out at a Jackass movie, but I'm I'm telling you, like in more cities than not, we have at least one guy in the audience. That's and I never wanted that to happen, but I'm totally proud that it does. <laughs> well, you, you, this transformation over the years, like, I mean, you, you are a born entertainer. When you were a kid, you went to the Barnum & Bailey, the clown school, Then, but you knew. You, yep. you knew that you loved to get up and create something for people. And then, you know, Jackass comes along, and really, how many, how many, was, how many seasons, just a couple seasons, right? Um, technically, it was Two seasons, but the second season was uh, an order of sixteen shows. So, right. so you think- all told, it was twenty-five episodes of Jackass, and then the four movies. It feels like there was so many more, and and then the yeah the movies right. come along, and you know you're a young kid, you you get mixed up in the things that we all got mixed up in, and then eventually you have to you have to quit, right, or or, or go super bad. And then the yeah. rest of you showed up, like the rest of all that brain that you still had inside, like all the stuff that had not been released yet. That's what we're talking about now. Like that's pretty rare in this life that you're you're still creating even bigger, even greater things as life goes on. Dude, thank you so much, man. And the fact that I'm even alive is mind-boggling. And then, you know. Having a career that's basically based on breaking bones and shoving things up my butt, like <laughs> longevity in the entertainment industry is like very, very rare. Yeah, and like to, to be well over twenty years into this absurd career and still getting away with it is like, I mean, I don't even know what the odds are of that. And then on top of that, like, I've found a way to maintain an upward trajectory. Yeah. Like, to be pushing 50 years old and, like, and honestly believe I haven't even peaked yet. It's, no. uh, I mean, dude, I'm beside myself, man. I'm absolutely beside myself. And uh, I'll tell you one thing that, that I, I believe in a lot is uh, my meditation practice. Before I called, I, I uh, you know, I put in my 20 minutes. I do that twice a day, and uh, I'm terrified of ever missing a day of just, you know, getting right with the universe, man. I'm on, I'm on my streak of, of uh, maintaining over 40 minutes of meditation every single day is now over 800 straight days. You know, I, I, I think uh, people, I honestly think pe- a lot of people don't know that they're actually doing that. A lot of times, like, you know, these bands, a band will go up and they'll go, we need 20 minutes to ourselves. They'll clear the room out because they each have to get into their place for the show. They're meditating, you know, in their own version of it. You know, yeah. you'll stop before you do radio or you're on your way to work or, or whatever it is. You'll stop yourself sometimes and not, I don't do it as consistently as I probably should, but yeah, there are moments if you stop, be in the moment, think about what you've got coming up, what you've got to do, what you want to get done, and everything goes a little smoother when you focus down on that. Big time, man. Big yeah. time. I, I think that uh, I think that most people, you know, maybe maybe the majority of people, that their biggest problem is that they haven't 
identified something that that they're passionate about, that they haven't identified a goal that they want to accomplish. And and if you don't have a, a goal that you've identified, then you can't accomplish anything. No, it's you know? not. And, uh, yeah. It doesn't uh, have to I be mean, a, car- a career at college. It doesn't have to be a career. It doesn't have to be money. Like, just right. just find something to make you happy. What do you like? Get curious. Read something. Go travel. Look around. Find something that makes you feel good. Find some buddies. Like, I'll, whatever it is, yeah, find what you love. And, and everything else works itself out, man. Everything else will be fine. I believe that strongly, man, and I think that that uh, that's that's probably where I, you know, got very lucky. Is that at every step along the way, I, you know, I set my sights on a new goal, and I went after it with uh, with fury. You know, like I've said this thing, um, you know, I found myself saying saying something, you know, a lot lately that uh, that intelligence. Is is very helpful. That talent is really good to have, but that nothing can come close to enthusiasm when it comes to Fact. getting things to happen. Fact. You know that enthusiasm is the engine of life. And then uh, in one of my uh, recovery groups that you know uh, that I, I regularly attend, uh, a, a, a sobriety brother of mine said. He mentioned enthusiasm, and he said that the Latin word for uh, the Latin root of the word enthusiasm is entheos, which means with God. And I'm like, whoa, dude, that's so rad, man. Like, that's what life is all about, is being enthusiastic and going for it, man. And uh, and I'm stoked, dude. And, And I'm actually really glad. You know, yesterday at this radio tour, those things are, are, are pretty pretty nightmarish. But uh, you know, I, I, I set my alarm. I, I, I put on my uh, my big over ear headphones with Bluetooth, and I was just waiting for uh, for it to ring. I was going to push the button on them, and my darn Bluetooth was turned off on my phone. So I just sat there and and, and woke up like. 40 minutes late. <laughs> that doesn't. Uh, it happens, man. I mean, they were like, hey, dude, you want to do it tomorrow? I go, sure, I want to do it tomorrow, man. He's in town. Let's, let's, let's do it. I mean, dude, had that not happened, I wouldn't have been able to spend, you know, I would have been, like, stuck talking to you for seven minutes. That's right. That would have been uh, That would have been totally lame. And, uh, I, you know, I'm enjoying talking to you so much this morning, and I'm so excited for what's going on. Today. No, I feel the same way about you because, again, you're so right about enthusiasm, gratitude and enthusiasm in this life. I, I don't care what it is. Like, I, I, there's a thing I, I've told people. I don't know that everybody gets it all the time, but when I see somebody doing something incredibly well, I don't care what it is or enjoying their job. Just whatever it is, like it, it can be brushing, using a broom, it can be flying a plane, but really enjoying it and with absolute heart, I'm, uh, it, it makes me happy. Like I said, I go, man, that's that's how you should live every day. Yeah, that's right, man. The meaning of life is to you know, bring meaning to your life. It's, it's, it's up to you, man. You know, pick, pick a meaning and get off your ass and clobber it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. you and I, we, we, we got this whole thing figured out. Nick, are you paying attention? I'm taking notes, <laughs> dude. But you know what? You sound you're genuinely happy, and this is why you're happy with your with your girl. This is why you're happy with your job. It's why you're happy with yourself. 
It's uh, and that's what makes stuff like the, the ridiculous nature of bucket list as it rolls into the uptown tonight. You, this is uh, this is not going to be for the faint of heart, but it is fun to watch a grown middle-aged man faint as he passes out. It's we have oh my God. the love of the cleverness in which you'll put things together, Steve. And if you're just joining the show, the great Steve-O, you know him, Jackass Forever just came out, just passed through our lives, which you, you guys hit a few things in that that I was like, God damn, this is over. Like, there was a few, I was like, oh, don't, it just, you know what got me? Because uh, I'm an old skater. The, the, the uh, skateboard on your chins, I'm like, I know oh, that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a terrible feeling. Yeah, the old shark. Oh. The shark on the shin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, like, I, I really had my doubts that uh, Jackass, that a fourth movie was, was you know, made a lot of sense. I, um, you know, for, for one thing, I, I felt like, oh, my God, we, we've gotten away with, uh, with so much over the years. Like, we built this big, beautiful legacy. Yeah. And, you know, we get back together, and, and all it would take is just one, you know, terrible thing oh yeah no without and, a doubt uh, without a doubt yeah like watching knoxville get in front of a bull after all these years it's like man like i didn't like that and, and i was concerned that as an ensemble you know being like a whole group of us like just because i've been very active and, and stayed doing all the crazy stuff and, and uh, never even slowed down remotely like i i knew i could get away with it yeah, because it happened. But when, when you, you know, when, when you have a whole group of guys, you know, I, like I feel like the odds go down. But but we got away with it, and that was killer. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I think, you know, consider how you are when you're when you're super young and it's you and your buddies and you're laughing at how hard they got hit by something. And there does come a time in your life when you value that brotherhood and that family and that love so very much that you're like it, it's a lot harder to watch you really do you're like man i can't i can't be yeah. here you know for you to watch if johnny i mean he got hurt but i mean god forbid really hurt that's that's unbelievably I, hard that the idea of that i know man it's crazy dude. Yeah. he's had so many concussions but and my, my dad is uh 78 years old right now uh-huh. and um you know, I, I'm just terrified of, uh, you know, the, of any dementia setting in. And Me too. Forgetful, like, you know, like his mental capacities, like, really uh, concern me. And, uh, you know, as such, whenever I'm talking with my dad, whenever I'm, like, you know, reading his email or, like, or, you know. You start searching. Kind of communication. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, scan- I'm scanning it, and I'm terrified for any signs that, uh, you know, that, he's not there that he's fading away and it's so sad to say but i do the same damn thing with knoxville who just yeah. won like this last week but you know happy to say that both guys are uh like never cease to uh amaze me with how sharp they are yeah it's so, um, scary so man far, so far so good no no we have our own family like yeah you know we say we have our own families and then we have the ones that we pick, the ones we choose, that means so very much to us because they're the ones that, that didn't, they were there and, and, and the excuse wasn't, well, they're family, I have to be here. They've chose to be there and then through the hard times and through the weird stuff and, you know, and, and as a side note, and I know it's a heavy subject with Bam, I was glad you guys yeah. wanted to force him into sobriety and, and you really stuck to it because, you know, if you, in, if you indulge somebody in addiction, they will go until they're dead. 
Right. Yeah, and I think that we know with Bam, like his uh, whole, you know, like it's like his family, like his, his his mom, his dad, like they they've been loving him to death. You yeah. Know, I really, uh, I think that it's like a pretty extreme case. Of, yeah. Um, you can't enable him, uh, dude. You can't. You can't enable yeah. him. It's well, you were in I the think, grip. Uh, right. I mean, on your bad, yeah, it's, it's in your bad days. I mean, Steve, you you had a you were really in the grip. And I've I, listen. I, no, there's, I'm not talking smack. We all we have all faced our own situations, and uh, the lucky ones of us have come through the other side with a little bit of understanding and knowledge about what you have to stop someday. You just got to quit stuff, and some don't. And uh, and and you know, I've lost too many friends, and, and and it's it's been one of those one of those lives, but. The, the point is, you're still here. The rest of you are still here. And Bam is still here. And hopefully he'll find his place. Uh, because it is yeah. rare. This is a short life. It is a short life. And, you, and like you said, man, you take a little bit every day, think about what you've got to get done, then go get something done and live with a purpose. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I love you. Oh, I, I love you too, man. And uh, I, I, I wish that I could get you to come see the show tonight because it's so much fun, dude. I know. I, I, I know like Jake that. told you I'm heading for St. Louis. Uh, you know what? Let me uh, see. Let me see what I can move around. I, I got a haunt show that I'm supposed to be at. Uh, but let me, you know what? I just I would love to see it because again, I don't take any of these times for granted because it's been a minute since we've been able to see each other, and I, and I, I do. I, I'm always thankful for every moment you get to spend with other people. Well, yeah, man. Um, that would be great, dude. That would be great. And uh, let, let, let me. Um, Make sure that uh, you know after we hang up that, uh, that that you got my my cell number in case you can make it and yep. and, and either way yep yeah and, absolutely uh, and everybody yeah everybody else who's listening uh, I, I'm telling you that I am going to blow you guys away uh, this is uh it's like it's really really something else man I've uh, I, I've found my stride. And, and this show is not only, like, utterly insane, it's also, like, really clever and really funny. The Uptown Theater, so, uh, tonight, the great Steve-O rolls in. It is the Bucket List Tour. It is live. It is tonight. It is the Uptown Theater. He is the great Steve-O. <laughs> Hang on, Steve-O. Hold on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 